There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We wish we could have uh, played hooky like half the people in this office. Right? Mm-hmm. It's quiet There's around here. A lot, a lot of sudden doctor appointments happening this Friday <laughs> afternoon. It's true. Right? There are. So, so nice out. And um, I have no idea what the weekend is bringing. Oh, not good. It's not uh, good? Uh, well, it looks like here uh, Saturday, chilly with occasional rain and thunderstorms. High of only 48, low of 34. Sunday, very windy, gusts of 50 miles an hour, rain tapering okay. off with mixes of snow at times. Classic April weather. <laughs> Classic April 89 weather. yesterday. It was so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Now it's going to It was snow. so wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, well, we got to take what we get, right? Yeah, yeah, no one is expecting. We can't be having 85 in April here <laughs> for any consistent amount of time. It's Good beautiful. Lord. It's nice. Uh, it's fun, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it was real, real nice. And I'm going on a girls weekend to Brainerd. And, yes, it's going to be just equally crappy up there. <laughs> yep. But still, it'll be fun. It it's will always be. fun. We've already arranged Olay. Olies, I mean. Mm-hmm. I'm like Olay. Olay. I, Olay. Olay. I love that Olay's, bus. The pickup. Oh. They come and pick you up at your house. The best. Is and that, take you to bars. That's the big bar up there? Okay. No, no. that's the transportation. Yeah. Oh, you know, because that's always the worst because no one wants to be the DD. Well, mm-hmm. there's a couple of places that do that. In and town it, there, yeah. And in years past, my mm-hmm. friend Kelly and I have taken turns. One of us is a driver Friday night. Mm-hmm. One's a Saturday. But we're just doing a Saturday go out. We decided they're... Everybody's having that, fun. Yeah, that uh, Ole, 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 Ole is going to be the, Ole is Ole. picking us up, and the the fun thing is the bus trip home when you're um, <laughs> meeting new people that you didn't meet in the bar. It's the best. So this is a bus like an Uber bus, basically. Kind but of, it goes kind of, and like, flat rate fee for everybody that gets on, and it it it'll drop you off at a certain bar, and he'll say, "Hey, I'll be back here at one thirty, and everybody who reserved their time can get back on and you might be like she said hanging out with people that you didn't know at the bar on the way home and on yeah. the way home you might end up at somebody's house hanging out you never know that has happened there have been too. Uh, calls for parties on the bus ride home absolutely so that's super fun it's a cool way to be safe up north absolutely yeah. in my area where my cabin is there's none of this no. There's not even an Uber. There used to be a limousine driver. Well, there, I think there's so Back many in people in Brainerd, Brainerd and yes. that it, they can big, make it yes. make sense. Especially during the summertime when it's, you know, just everybody's up there. You right. know? I'm kind of surprised it's running this early. Yeah, it is a little. But I guess people go into their cabins, yeah, you know. It's true. Why not? So, I, the way the weather looked this week, I'd be bringing it out ready to go, but. Even though the weekend looks a little different, you know. Yeah, I know. It's oh. okay though. You're going to be inside having fun with people. 
It's going to be sunny again next week, kids. It is. God, it we, is. Won't, we won't be sunbathing. Like, I came home last night. My neighbor was out laying on the deck trying to get raised. <laughs> I, I believe it, it was so beautiful last night. Yeah. Jeff was out cooking steaks and just oh. sitting there with the sun on his face. It was, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I have had the sunroof, the windows open, everything, because I know it's ending. But, um, well, listen. Yeah. We got that little cheerful bit of sunshine. We uh, all appreciate it. I want to mm-hmm. give a big shout out to Vicky and Egan, who uh, I don't know if you know this about your brother, Julia, but Casey loves to shop. He, he doesn't like buying things brand new when it comes to like washers, dryers, Smart. grills, things like that. Save he, some money. So he... Went to Egan this morning. Shout out to Vicky, who she's like, are you on Instagram? Do you know <laughs> Julia and Lori? Are you Casey? And he's like, yes, I am. What did he buy? A grill. Oh, we, your grill went down? Our grill went, yeah. He tried to use it the other night, and it was it just broken. Wasn't, okay. And Casey went to YouTube and couldn't fix it. So he was on whatever site he goes to. And so Vicky's like, she's like, tell those Ladies, they got me through my last couple years of being a postal carrier. Aww. She discovered, you know, listening Thank and walking you. to us. So Thank anyway, you. he took a picture of me by the grill, you know, oh, giving very- a peace sign. <laughs> nice. But he only paid $50. He was so oh, happy. Oh, my see? gosh. Yeah. Especially with his washer and dryer move. I have a friend that does the same thing because those are expensive. And you can find people who are moving who had just had it for like a year. Exactly. And they're great and they work perfectly. And you're going to yeah. save a ton of money. So that's smart on him. Yeah. And then he tried to show me how it works. And I just look, looked at him and pretended to listen. But I was really looking through him pretending mm-hmm. to listen. because <laughs> I don't I, understand why... People want to show you stuff like that oh, when they, when they know you're it. clearly so not interested. You know who I got my girl from? <laughs> Mary. Oh, you did? Oh, See? yeah. I have a teen, I have a little, um, it's a little Weber. It's a teeny little tabletop Weber that Mary wasn't was using, and she gave it to me because my big grass gas grill broke, and it wouldn't, you know. And whatever. you're like, I'm not paying eight hundred dollars for oh, a new no. grill. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, that's how Casey felt. So yeah. he's like, look at this nice grill I got us. That's awesome. From a lady who knows you girls. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool, we'll Casey. Take it. We will totally take it. And he goes, it. Nice. you want to know how much I paid for it? And I said, not really, but you're going to tell me anyway. You crack me up. Yeah, I, I do this to Lily all the time, and <laughs> I can just see her looking right through me. But I'm like, I just got to tell you. I got to no. tell you. <laughs> I can tell you. It's it. a good deal. I know it. And then he was making a, a reservation, and I was just laughing at him because he's talking to the guy on the phone, and he's giving him his name, and but using all, you know, all the military, you know, uh, Bargini, Bravo, and then he's got all these, you know, Tango, the, you know, he's got all Romeo, India, you know, he's Love spelled it. the whole name out like that. That's awesome. And you just heard me do it with the L.A. Times, and I'm like, B is a, a boy, B is a boy, S is in Sam. Yeah. Um, H is in hello, yeah. B is in boy, I is in ice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the military. The military. Lingo it's like Bravo, Tango, you know, Echo. they have all these things. Yep. So anyway, that was the, that was the excitement that went on in our house. This I'd like to thank the people who cleaned up our freeways this week. Me too. I'd like to thank There was them. some uh, patching too going on. A little bit. Oh, I because some streets were absolutely impassable. There uh-huh. were a couple blocks on Cretan where it was, there was nowhere to dodge the right. holes. Mm-hmm. So right. they came in and filled that because yeah. it was right off of 
94 and Creighton. And I mean, people couldn't drive. You right. were just like going, crater, crater, crater. Felt like I was in Queen Elizabeth's big um, carriage that <laughs> carriage. rocked side to side. Oh, gosh. That <sighs> thing is happening. Yes. Our um, Grant Whitaker is joining us today, so there's a couple of fashion things yes. happening in May. We're giving you the heads up on, so that's mm-hmm. kind of good. And uh, Nicholas Cage was giving us the best couch in the world on Stephen Colbert last night. I'm telling you. Oh, and what was the couch. movie that... Renfeld. Oh, no, but Renfeld. before that, what was the one last year he was in that we all... The unbearable weight, weight of massive, massive talent. talent. And yeah. so that was the first time we saw him back on Kimmel last year. Yes. And then seeing him, this is the very first time that Colbert and Nicolas Cage have ever met. I, I can't believe that. And that he said, weird. I haven't been back here since, like... Since Letterman. Letterman. And he... he He's got is, some new hair that looks really he nice. He looks really so... He's, he's so delightful. Yeah. I mean, I was dying. I'm like... We need it. I just want to play the whole interview. He yeah. was, and he kept him for three segments. Yeah, he did. I was just like, oh, Nicolas Cage. Well, you know, we said it last year. That movie was going to set him back into something, and it clearly has, you know. That, yeah. Uh, well, and Peter Pascal was in it. Yeah. Remember, he's the rich yes. guy. Yeah, and, and, and his, his yeah, you're right. His popularity has definitely helped If people want to watch a funny movie, that's funny, and it's, I'm sure it's out there on streaming <laughs> oh, yeah. things. Yeah, yeah it, it is. is. All right, so when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. It's Nicolas Cage giving us great couch all right, everybody. Uh, lucky you if you're going on a trip this weekend. I know Bradley left the airport. Someone saw him this morning and some other people were leaving. We love starting our vacations early and going to the airport early. We have the best airport in North America. There are over 125 shopping and dining options. So when you go there, there's something for everybody. That's right. And if you are going and you don't like the stress of what's the parking situation going to be about, you can make your reservations 12 hours before you leave at uh, the MSP airport, either terminal. And if you've got a lot of luggage or equipment, strollers, stuff like that, you can park at the Quick Ride ramp, which is off Highway 5 and Post Road. And that's a 24-7 uh, shuttle that runs to both terminals. Which is great. And also, if you reserve your parking ahead of time, you save $2 per day. Bingo. Go to MSPAirport.com for all your needs and travel safe. Good couch. That's right. The man who can go from an Oscar-winning performance to riding into battle on a flaming motorcycle, Nicolas Cage, for his, had his first visit ever to The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. And uh, we could have just listened to him talk for hours. I couldn't stand it. He was so fat. He just has such an eccentric mind, and he's so good looking. He's been in 118 movies. This guy's been in everything. I fell in love with him in Valley Girl, that movie. He said he was 16 Mm -hmm. when that was filmed. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was the first one that came up. He's just delightful, and he's he's in this new movie, Renfield. Renfield. Renfield, yeah. It's the new Dracula movie and um he here he is talking about um telling Stephen Colbert why he breaks down why he prefers the term thespian to actor here we go um you've made headlines uh sometime I think might have been during COVID a couple years ago you said you prefer the word thespian (laughs) to the word actor and I'm curious why uh, being pretentious is appealing to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. 
Okay. That's why I say Colbert okay. instead of Colbert. Right. No, that, that's a great thing that's you brought that up. Yeah. Um, now, listen, what, what I was saying was, of course, you can call me an actor. And by the way, I never said, don't call me an actor, call me a thespian. That's what Clickbait Universe were doing, put on, out there, and somehow it got picked up by CNN. I'm not sure how it got picked up by CNN. <laughs> I'm sure they have more important things to report on. Well, what I was saying was, um, I see acting as storytelling. And what it is is trying to get to the truth of a character. And the first actor in Europe was someone called Thespis. And what happened there in Greece was that he broke free from the chorus and started narrating and started telling a story truthfully. So to me, acting is trying to find the truth of a story. Now, what's interesting, literally the word actor in Greek means hypocrite. Well, I don't want to be thought of as a hypocrite. <laughs> I'm sorry if that sounds pretentious. There you go. There you go. There you go. Anyway, just, I mean, he, of course, Nicolas Cage would know those little, those little tidbits. And then, and then Colbert put him on the spot, but he had no problem dropping the names. His, what are Nicolas Cage's top five Nick Cage movies? Um, Obviously, I'm a National Treasure fan. Raising Arizona fan, leaving yeah. Las Vegas, uh, Valley Girl. Oh, yes, thank you. I was uh, 17. 17 years Valley old, Girl. and my yeah. high school girlfriend had a crush on you, and oh. I still am a little mad at you about oh, that. Oh, no. What are, the, what are Nick Cage's top five Nick Cage films? Ooh, let's, uh, let's lay it down. Okay, right I'm going to start with Pig. That's my favorite movie I've ever made. Great movie. Really recent. Okay, yeah. uh, I love uh, Mandy, Mandy. Uh, the movie yeah. I Panis directed. I love uh, Bringing Out the Dead, uh, Martin Scorsese directed. So uh, I loved uh, Bad Lieutenant, Werner Herzog. I loved a movie called Joe that uh, uh, David Gordon Green directed. All right, there you go. So, but Pig came out, like, I want to say that was in 2020. I feel like Casey and I watched that during the whole COVID thing. And it, it, it is a really quirky but fun movie. I love that Colbert brought up Valley Girl because that was an epic movie, epic soundtrack. And I almost want to say he was going by Nicholas Coppola. 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 In that. So his real name is Nicholas Kim Coppola. Yeah, he's Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. Yes, and his aunt is Talia Shire. I, I never knew it was Talia Shire Coppola. Rocky Balboa's oh, yeah, wife. Oh, yeah, and the I godfather. Never, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's his... I guess I never put that together. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my gosh, he's been in so many movies. Yeah. The thing that I thought was so funny, because he's been in this famous family, has been, grew up in Long Beach, has lived in L.A. his whole life, He's he talked about, you know, when he went and met Brando because he wanted to meet Brando, and his brother and him went to meet Brando, and he says, Mr. Brando, I've, I've just been dying to meet you. And Brando's like, Arr. And then he says he was in Vegas and he gets to go and meet Jerry Lewis, who he thought was the funniest guy in the world. And Jerry Lewis is like, I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
yes, I am the funniest guy in the world. Thanks for meeting me. And kind of the opposite, polar opposite of those two guys. And he said something left that he still wants to do. We're talking about Nicolas Cage. Um, is he still wants to be on Broadway. And he wants to play Pontius Pilate in Jesus Christ Superstar. So this leads Stephen Colbert to do word from word, who is this man? You know, just oh, from Jesus, from Christ, Jesus Christ Superstar. And then he breaks out in the Pontius Pilate role. It was so fun. He just is so, he's been in so many movies. Keanu Reeves yeah. um, said in an interview that he's trying to make the 100 Club of movies that he wants to make in his lifetime. He just loves making movies. He doesn't yeah. want to direct. He doesn't want to produce. He just likes acting. He yeah, loves yeah. movies. And he's only like 71 in. And they're about the same age. And Nicolas Cage is 118 in. Yeah. And for a while, we just thought he was just making movies to pay off all of his castles and all well, the crazy artifacts. Bill. He did yeah. have a big tie. I was a little bit, you know, he didn't name. He has too many movies. But, of yes. course, Moonstruck has to be. Oh, God, Moonstruck. Yeah. Moonstruck and um, Raising Arizona. Arizona. Wow, that hard. I mean, but he picked out, you know, his quirky. Yeah, he did. Uh, his Peggy quirky Sue, movie. Peggy you know, Sue got, got married. married. I didn't really like that movie that much. I didn't either. I liked Face Off a lot with oh, yes. John Travolta. And he Con talked. Air. Which one? Con Air as well. Face that Off was a and good one. Face Off and Con Air were those mid act '90s action movies that he just, in my eyes, they were beautiful. They were so over the top. They were beautiful. Yeah. And National Treasure loved great series. the first yeah. one. They should, um, you know, I wish SNL like one of their skits. I wish they would do like a parody at a dinner table, and in one table <gasps> they have Jennifer Coolidge and Owen Wilson, but. People pretending they just right. say wow, and then at another table, it's like Nicolas Cage and maybe um Jeff Goldblum, you know, having oh. these erudite, <laughs> fancy right. conversations. Exactly. And the other two are just like, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow, yeah. Well, this Renfield is um, the it's it with fun. Nicholas Holt, and Nicholas Holt is his kind of uh, Dracula's. Secondhand man, like Alfred was to Batman, yeah. and he's sick of Dracula, and he's trying to ditch him, and so he's trying to figure out why. How do I separate myself from this dependency with Dracula? And they're at support meetings. It really looks, <laughs> it's funny. it looks fun. Yeah, um, I haven't seen the Rotten Tomatoes on it, but it it, it starts this weekend. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up here. Um, and it just looks fun. It does. Nicholas Holt, you know, I love him um, because, like, he got to start as a kid. He's in About a Boy. Yes, he with is. With Hugh Grant. Oh, He's the boy movie. in About a Boy. And um, who did he date forever, Lori? Jennifer Lawrence. That's it? Yeah. Um, the audience loves Renfield yeah. at 82%. The critics are at 63%. And then so. if you go even to the, because you can double tap and go in and you can see all critics. And then they even bring it down to top critics who have the most, like, notoriety. And that's down to 41%. Well, I don't even care about critics. If the I audience mean, if likes the audience it, like that's always what I I've, go by. I've said that from day yes. one. I'm with you. Yeah. The so, audience tells me, yeah. So people, people like it. And uh, there's some good People that are also in the movie, you know, Aquafina's in yes. this movie. Oh, and, it looks fun. Uh, Shara, Shora Agadashlu from the House of Sand and Fog, she's in it. So, yeah, it just kind of looks uh, really fun, and it does open today in wide release. In wide release. Mm-hmm. Well, in other news about um, who we were just talking about, Nicholas Holt, it was just announced that Clint Eastwood has cast... Nicholas Holt and Tony Collette. He's making a movie. Wow. He's 92 years old. Jeez. He sets new movie. It's called Juror Number Two. 
with Nicholas Holt and Tony Collette. Um, Colette, and this has been, they've been going weeks back and forth trying to get the chemistry to figure out who was going to lead it, and they just settled on it today. Because she's in that mama, or... Mama, mafia, mafia, mafia mama, mama, which I've got a lot of info. I cannot wait for that. That looks, the Star Tribune gave it three out of four stars, which opens this weekend. There you go. But anyway, the juror number two is going to be good, and it's Clint Eastwood. He's going to start directing again. 92 people. Well, mm. he does a movie a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Life goals. And our guy from Minnesota does a lot of work with him. Remember the guy that worked on... Uh, Garrett Hedlund? Yeah, no, the Nick. He was the... the, the he wrote A Christmas Story Christmas. Christ- Christ- yes. Christmas yeah. Story Christmas. He did um, the Gran Torino. Yes. He did... Um, what's the, the cocaine movie? He did Mule. He did Mule, Mule with him. Yes. So I wonder if he's going to be involved in this one. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Lori and Julia here to talk divorce once again with Ann Tressler from Tressler Law. The topic of timing comes up. Is there a right time to get divorced? It's so sad anyway, but does this concern other couples? People do ask me that question. Some people think, I'll wait till the kids are out of school and get their finals and it'll be summer. Or I get the opposite. They say, well, I want to get them back in school and they're in the routine. And so the timing tends to revolve around kids more often than not. And the reality is that for most people, it's simply a personal decision. The only time I say you need to move sooner rather than later is when you're concerned about physical safety of anyone in the family or you're concerned the other side may be depleting money. If timing is something that people are worried about, will you be able to address that in the free one-hour consultation? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, during the consultation, when you're getting more facts about each specific case, that's when you can decide whether or not the timing really is a priority in that particular matter. For your free one-hour divorce consultation, call Tressler Family Law. Find them online at trestlerlaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Thanks for hanging out with us. Grant Whitaker, our fashion catalyst, is, is in with us. And uh, you, you ended the Fashionopolis with Love Train by the OJ. So we decided that's going to be your song now. Well, I love it. Everything is love. It love. should be all love. And love, you, love, you're love. looking like a hot snack. Oh, thank you. Uh-huh. I try to be. It's like a little love, a fluorescent snack, you know. You are. I know. What is the deal? Is this 80s, these 80s neons are back? Well, they kind of are back, but I I drove a convertible here today. I was trying to be cute for the girls. They're on a little Fendi hat. I yeah. am growing my hair out, though. Isn't it great? I love oh, it. I love it. I love yes. it. I love it. You know, the elevation of things, bigger hair, bigger butt. You know mm. what I mean? Yes. Is this, is this what's <laughs> happening? I mean, so I'm looking at you, Grant. Grant, you are just so much fun. But is this because I we have seen so much neon mm-hmm. everywhere? Yeah, this is so the eighties. Well, and it's um, it's a Jean Paul Gaultier coat. Of course, it little is. Little high low, little H and M top, little camouflage legging, great sparkly boot, mm-hmm. designer hat, good bag. You know. Oh, okay, so what are what are you seeing in the fashion trends this this spring for people? You know, it's funny because, you know, I talk about this stuff all the time. It's not necessarily that we're seeing anything new. I think what we're seeing is the things that we like, the colorful patterns. You're talking about neons, you know, all the colors, all the things. We're just seeing them in better quality. And that's the truth. You're seeing kind of this influx of fashion that really came out of COVID. We keep talking about that. But what you're seeing is now people kind of realizing, let's match the patterns up and let's look at fast fashion in a different way and let's think sustainable. So all of those good things. Nothing really groundbreaking new. I will say to everybody, just I, I say it all the time, but this year in particular, just embrace color a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We are going to a, a funeral service, so that's appropriate. But yeah, Julie well, and I both do tend to. I, well, black is a color too. Yeah, yes, that's it's a good true. color, <laughs> and you. it's a very sexy color. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, but it's a very Kim Cattrall color. Bring in other colors. Let's well, bring in some pops. or you know, it's like a great 
bag of color. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I came in with the one with like all the colors. Okay, so you came in with a Gucci bag that probably costs five thousand dollars, but it, it does have a lot of color in it. Well, and it's you, gorgeous. I get one every couple years. Yeah, you know, fun. I don't have kids. No, right. so <laughs> you don't have to justify. Your I didn't pay for college. You, yeah. you know, <laughs> you Mama to. couldn't birth them. No, we we don't worry about that. So you are always, um, you know, the last thing we went to with you was Fashionopolis that we just died. It was such a fabulous event. You're going to be doing it again this fall. Yes, and it's a must see, must do event for people. But you have all these other wonderful fashion events and you have a a weekend full of them coming up early in may that people can get involved with charity fashion great clothes tell people about let's start on derby day yeah defining derby yeah so i did a really great experience last year for derby and then this year we were reaching out and it the four seasons wanted something a little fun children's hospital association wanted something a little fun so hence we're doing four seasons luxe derby on the rooftop Wear your hats, get a sexy mint julep, come and see a great show. The clothes are all provided by Martin Patrick 3. I mean, it's such a nice experience. I mean, think of being downtown and being on a rooftop and being able to celebrate Derby and see your girlfriend and have a good time and see a great show. And, you know, I've been at this for a long time. I'm 46 years old. You are not. I've been doing I've been doing luxury and fashion for a long time. You know, mama's paid her dues out mm-hmm. here. You're so good at it, huh? I and I love it. I love doing it and I love doing it more when it's about charity and supporting charity. So remember when you're coming to something of mine, it's a, it's a greater purpose. Yeah. Even with Fashionopolis, we support so many brick and mortar stores just with sales and all of those things. So I really tie myself to anything that's fashion locally that is of purpose and makes you feel good and makes you have a good time. Okay, so there's nothing like getting ready for the Derby. Lori and I were fortunate enough to go two times to the actual Derby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But just the whole process of finding the hat, finding the dress, getting the totally. outfit put together. And so how, how do people, where do people go to be involved in this event? We posted the link for defining Derby and for Thank people you. to get tickets. But yeah. what time does the event start on Saturday? So the event starts at 3. The show's at 3.45. You can do viewing at 5 o'clock. Imagine being on a rooftop at the Four Seasons being able to watch the Derby. How amazing so is that? they're going to have this huge flat screen TV yes, out there? Yes, there'll be multiple. You can have multiple different places where you can go and enjoy it. If you don't want to stay outside, you can go inside. This is really meant to be an experience. You know, I've had a great opportunity to work with Children's Hospital Association on this and the Four Seasons and Martin Patrick. And everybody really just wanted to do something fun. That's good. This When's sounds like derby? so much fun. When's the Derby? It's at five. May 6th. May 6th. Yes. Okay. So you're going to have the fashion show. You're going to have great scenery great great scenery great models and then you watch the derby yeah and you guys know me well enough i mean i produce a really good show we we bring in great great. models thank you and i i take a lot of pride in it but you know it's good music it's a little this a little that you're going to get the best of luxury as well from around the world i mean martin patrick is a great partner I mean, so fun. And we've never been to the rooftop at the Fourth Seasons. Well, maybe you should come. Mm-hmm. Maybe this would be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I know somebody that could get you a little media right, ticket. Right. <laughs> just a little, just a little. And then are they going to have like hors d'oeuvres or things yes, like that? Yes, okay. that's the best part okay. is you have like there's past food and it's the Fourth Seasons. So you're going to get a bite of this and then there's specialty cocktails. So everything is done to the nines. And remember, your dollars really do go to support Children's Hospital right. Association. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this. This All right, sounds so like we so put much a, fun. We put a link up to Defining Derby, an event uh, benefiting Children's uh, Hospital. And so, yeah, there are some tickets still available, but not not that many. So no, get going you're going to want to rush to get this. those. Yes. Yeah.
So that's linked up for you. Now, talk to us about, because the very next day, because yes. you're going to have a busy day, Runway for Hope, benefiting the Hope Chest for Breast Cancer, which will be at the Galleria. Galleria on Mother's Day. So we did this last year in fall. I love working with the Galleria. I love my marketing director, Rachel, there. It's just such a great experience. But we've done this multiple times in different ways. We do it outside of Louis Vuitton. We mm. shake it up. We build a little cute runway. We have always, it's a very conceptual show. And it benefits Hope Chest. Breast cancer is very important. I have family members who have dealt with it, so it's I'm passionate about it. But this is a situation, too, where it's pre-Mother's Day. You can come and spend an afternoon. You can have a little bite. You can sit outside of Louis Vuitton. You can go shopping and get great discounts mm-hmm. afterwards. So there's kind of all this built-in stuff. I love it because we present one look on multiple. We have about 19 models. Oh, wow. And so we do it as a very curated like experience. And then I talk about the looks and they walk to music, all of that stuff. But it is Hope Chest. It benefits Hope Chest. We've seen so much of what Hope Chest does for these women with breast cancer. I mean, it's just such a great situation. And live auction, too. And live auction. And this isn't Mother's Day. It's the weekend before the it's Sunday May before 7th. Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Yes, but a, like a brunch situation. You know, why Fun. not come out with your mom, have a little brunch, support women, and then leave and do a little shopping. So it's from 1030 in the morning to 1230 in the morning. Yeah. There's no. a typo. It says 1030. Well, 1230 in the afternoon. afternoon. Yeah, that's it. After a mimosa, it might be in the morning. I'm thinking, I was thinking, it can't go to midnight. No. Okay. It might for some people. Well, this is true. (laughs) Especially if mimosas are involved. Well, and you know, I want to say this too on the air. Lori and Julia, if you've listened to Lori and Julia, I have never met two women who have been more supportive of me and or events or charity. Thank you guys. Oh, Many, many years of just being wonderful at what you do. Are we officially when our show turns 21 in June? Yes. Are we vintage in you know, the dress world, in the clothing world? Is what year is something considered vintage? I have something better for you. Okay. okay. But- why be vintage when you could be couture? Okay, there okay. you go. Oh, God. <laughs> Grant, you have to use that again. Yes. Grant, save that. I'll That's, save it. Yep. Why yes. be vintage when you can be couture? But is that the rule it of would thumb? Be, yes. It would be 20 yes. years. It's exactly. considered clothing is considered vintage. That is vintage. the rule. Okay. But, you know, and when you think about couture, I mean, I think of you guys, you've started something that was really kind of monumental. Hand-sewn, hand-done, hand-built, two women in their workshop. Pulling it together. That's right. You Inventing know? nipple enhancers. Exactly. And like, it can't be done. Well, I, you know, I think of coming in here and co-hosting. You oh, know, we also so um, we stand on your footsteps a little bit too. Thank you. Oh, for allowing stop. those of us to have a greater voice. Okay, yeah, so it's sweet. nice. It's nice when you have two women who have a really great spirit, but who are also super kind and fun. We always laugh. I love that. I, yeah. I remember meeting you. When we met outside, our very first time was outside of, was it um, Glamorama? It was. And you were in a yellow, canary yellow, short crop jacket from Ann Taylor. Yes, that's right. (laughs) And you said, that was the first thing you told us, and I'm like... I almost beat my pants, and I'm just like, oh, I love you already. Well, everybody I'm, wanted it, too. It had those great <laughs> navy buttons. Yeah. I mean, it was like all, it was like nautical goes yellow, and yet here I'm in yellow again today, right? It and looks good colors. on you. Yes. It looks and good I never you. consider myself vintage. I always think I'm a little couture. Yeah, okay. You well, know? we just I, had to ask. Yes. We're turning 21. And, you know, I bow down to you, ladies, yeah. so you're really couture. We're finally going to be legal to drink. Yes. <laughs>
Oh I'm Carl Lagerfeld, your Chanel. There we go. <laughs> Instead of Chupette. Okay, so these two things sound like a blast. And we've been to your events. If you've never been to a Grant Whitaker fashion event, they're events. They are. They are mm-hmm. wonderful. And you the do fashion s- is so and good. And you the have music, like you have a uh, smile. You can't stop smiling because it's just everything is like wow, happy, fun, great music, great atmosphere, great mm-hmm. clothes, great people. Yes. So thank you. People go to the Lori and Julia show page. Take advantage of one of these. Do something different. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's a good time to support people. We forget that we have charities that are in need. Everyone needs support. If you support one, you're supporting the many. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So breast, Runway for Hope, benefiting the Hope Chest for Breast Cancer. That's Sunday, May 7th at the Galleria. And then Defining Derby, an event benefiting Children's Hospital, is the day before May 6th at the um, Four Seasons. Yeah, I call it the weekend of of luxury and philanthropy. Or fashion and philanthropy is even better. Yeah, that's so good. Grant, thank you for coming in today. Thank you for having me. Are we going to hear you on the Shop Girls anytime soon? I was just on um, two weekends ago. I'm sure I'll be back on next month. You know, they... They like their shop boy. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> How do people follow you? I am Grant W. Creative. My business is Grant Whitaker Creative. My Instagram's Grant W. Creative. You know, I'm a creative agency at the end of the day. We do events, we do fashion, we do it all. And we try to do it with color and success. And your Insta is really fun. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for having me on. Such a pleasure. Lots of love to you both. Okay. Thank you. We will be right back. Um, I don't know what we're coming back with. We got to focus so we can get a picture with Grant and his neon and we can get it out on the ground. Grant has left the building and uh, we're just a little sad. He is just a ray of sunshine for he us. Is. Yeah, he really, really is. <laughs> we're all good and shiny in our photos. Right. We'll post it on Insta. Oh, He's, yeah. And again, those events sound like so much fun. Um, it's all posted. Thanks, Grant, for doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, Grant last, did something. Yeah, la- well, last night was the premiere of The Last Thing He Told Me, which is a Reese Witherspoon Hello Sunshine production starring Jennifer Garner and Aisha, Aisha Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, and Last Thing He Told Me is a book based on um, the Lord. Davis book, which I just read like two weeks ago. Right. So it's so fresh in my mind. I wasn't sure if I was going to watch these seven episodes because I just read the book. But um, people are, uh, critics are saying it's worth streaming. Yep. They hope um, it gets better after the first two episodes, that the first moves a little bit slow. It does. Which I kind of think in the book. It does a little bit, too, for the setup because it we goes back to, and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we posted the premiere pictures. Jennifer Garner, I guess, is very good in it, yes. is what Grant, all the critics yeah. are saying, but that have seen the whole seven episodes. Mm-hmm. And what did you think, Grant? Because this is something kind of I'm shocked you, you watched this. I am, yeah. too. Well, we've been talking about it, and I just turned on Apple TV Plus, and there it was, and I'm like, I'm going to check it out. And, you know, you guys have been, you know, the, the mystery people, and I've never gotten into mysteries, and it's... It's fun. Like you said, it's a little slow because there's a kind of a buildup of the story, but I'm not used to Reese Witherspoon's Sunshine Productions. That's what it is, right? Sunshine mm-hmm. Productions. And what I took out of it, the beauty of the filming, like, you know, because it's set in uh, where Sausalito. Sausalito, which is like a little marina town in San Beautiful. Francisco, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's just the way that they shot it was beautiful. And it's a, uh, they, they do a good job of keeping the intrigue, you know, it's, it's, yeah. you know, with the little notes and, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's typically not my neck of the woods because mm-hmm. I like fantasy, you know, nonfiction stuff like yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. fiction stuff like that. But this one is um 
It's it's a fun ride, a little slow for the first one, but they leave you hanging enough for both of them. Where I wish I could have watched the third one last night, and I would have stayed up if I could have had a th- access. To Is the Apple? Third. They do one a week. They do two. Well, they two. give you one a week, but they give you two to start. S- if it's an hour show, they give you two. I believe it's if it's a half hour show, they give you three to start. So. Well, Decider wrote that it's worth watching because they said it's so much fun to see Jennifer Garner kick some butt again yes. and take names. Oh, for seven. Our good old Alias character in Peppermint. She was Peppermint. She also said, you know, at the premiere last night, because we posted this, um, Reese Witherspoon, Hello Sunshine, was the producing uh, partner on this because it was a novel. You read it last couple weeks ago. I read it, I think, a year and a half or so ago. And uh, it's a great book. And she said all women in this town... Um, a debt of gratitude to Reese Witherspoon for producing female-led productions. It all, I think, her first thing was Wild with Cheryl Strayed, and that was the book from the Minnesota author. Mm -hmm. And then also, you know, we loved um, the HBO one, Lori, that I can't... Big Little Lies. Yeah, Big Little Lies, and she's done so much. So anyway, go Reese. She looked... Reese, by the way, looked like a million bucks. Supposedly, she and Jim have been untangling their marriage for like two years. Oh, so and this isn't anything new. This isn't uh, not okay. anything. That's they started selling property. Uh, uh, like the in detanglement started. Yeah, the detanglement started, mm. and there doesn't seem to be any yeah. bad blood or anything. Great. Um, the thing I was kind of surprised about this morning watching was I uh, watched. Um, Kelly Ripa, because it was the last show oh, with yeah. Ryan. Yes, Ryan Seacrest, and I, 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 I cannot believe his girlfriend. How young she looks! She was in the audience with Ryan's parents. Mm-hmm. She looks like she's in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. And, 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 no, he gets. He keeps going younger. He's like Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. He doesn't want to have anybody over twenty five either. But uh, her name is Paige. But his his mom and you know the parents were there and it was really kind. Of, it was. I really thought it was cute. sweet. It was a sweet episode. Kelly did cry and it was. The, um, is it been only six years that they've worked together? Yeah, yeah. But that's that's a, that's mm-hmm. a long time, I guess, in daytime television. But um, uh, he, he the only thing he said was, "This is the fastest six years of my life," and I thought, "I bet." Oh, he he tra- because he's going, going back, back and, and forth, forth all the time, back and forth. And um, she said, now finally we're having the warmest spring on record and you're leaving because he hated the weather. Yeah. He hated the weather in New York. And once you've got that California in your blood, I think it's hard to yeah. be <laughs> cold. It is. Okay, so this is, here's a little uh, little nugget about succession. Um, and how many Murdoch stories make their way into succession because there's all these little parallels between the Roy family and the... And the Murdochs. And um, so I guess in this upcoming episode on Sunday, Logan's reputation is going to come under fire as the surviving staff um, recommends explaining what he has uh, in his will and other board decisions. So we're going to kind of see some things. And one of the... Things in the Vanity Fair story, this expose on the Murdoch family, is that Lachlan Murdoch, who I'm, I think he is the second oldest son. But the story is, is that Lachlan is very much like Kendall, Kendall Roy. Okay, Okay, very, very similar. Um, And there that 
that Jesse Armstrong, the show's creator, has put a lot of two and two together for what he writes for that show based on things that he reads about the Murdochs and stuff like that. And, of course, we told you that Jerry Hall's um, NDA and divorce agreement, she could not bring any ideas to the succession writers. Because I guess the rumor is, is that Lachlan is behind some of the Spilling. The leaking? Yeah, the some, leaking of the, to page some of the, six, some as of it the were. story. Well, not maybe necessarily how he's doing it, but uh, these things are too close to hit. You know, that they that's coming from, the calls are coming from inside of the house. So someone in the Murdoch camp, Rupert being paranoid about that, he, there's a reason for it because they're like, what? That is like exactly what happened in our meeting. And I guess Rupert, like R- Logan Roy, Likes to pay play his kids off of each other. Well, it's interesting that will of of Logan's will be just so dirty and nasty. I'm sure. Yeah, because he was a dirty, nasty dad. Yeah, and the he British a- press has speculated for a year that um, it's not Lachlan giving um, tips. It's the other brother, James, has been giving the um, is the leaks to succession that so matched the Murdoch family. Anyway. All very good timing on mm-hmm. the part of Vanity Fair to be getting a hold of this. Um, Matt Damon's and Ben Affleck's heir kicking butt, you guys. Is it? Tell me. Eight, $25 million in eight days. And nice. it's an original film, mm-hmm. not based on other material, not a sequel. Just, yeah. uh, I mean, that's almost unheard of for movies. Mm-hmm. But my mom is going tomorrow with... Um, Three of her grandkids. Cool. They'll love it. The, yeah, the older kids. Yeah. Yeah. She's kind of excited. She goes, I wasn't, I probably wouldn't have gone to see this movie, but she said, um, the kids were kind of talking about it and they want to see it. And I said, Julia saw Grant's out. Everybody loves it. My kids this movie. loved yeah, it. Yeah. Your kids loved wouldn't it. stop talking about no, my it kids on really... Easter Sunday. Yeah. And I they're feel like, they'll go again. And they're like you, Grant. They like all the things that you like. Yeah. You know, so they, I, I I loved it, and I would see it again, too. If someone's like, hey, you want to go on a Saturday afternoon and I had nothing yeah. going on, I would go see it again. You'd go see it again. Well, so they're, they're done still, very well. They're still out promoting, because last night, um, Ben was on the couch with um, James Corden. Yeah. He was there last night. He was talking about, I mean, Matt Damon and him have been friends since junior <laughs> high, and he's talking about what a piggy, because they were roommates. Yeah, yeah. yeah that And what was a piggy Matt Damon was. I just think it's kind of fun to hear everything <laughs> about it. But it it's a good movie, people. Yeah, $25 million in eight days. So Amazon was right to not stream that right away and give smart. it a six-week release. Very smart. I'm glad they did. It gave it a little more, I feel like, credibility because it's the theater aspect of it, you know? Well, I mean, Roger Freeman said it's the best movie of the year so far. I said that to you. I thought yeah. that if I hope that because it came out so soon, it doesn't get forgotten. But there are definitely signs I think there could, and I'm not you know, tuned yeah. into everything, but there could be some awards for this one. Well, the one movie that everyone was like all excited about, Oppenheimer, you know, about uh, the guy, I guess he's okay. the guy, the A-bomb. Yep. So that, this movie was going to open the same weekend as as uh, Barbie, I think. Anyway, it's been moved to fall, to September, because they want to push Oscars for it, and they don't want it coming out in July. That's actually kind of a smart move. Mm-hmm. So it will not be opening the Cannes Film Festival, probably Toronto or Venice. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk.